So we may not be able to choose our circumstances. We may not be able to change our situation that's outside of our influence. But what we can always do is choose our attitude. And I'll tell you what, that may not change your situation, may not change the circumstances, but it'll absolutely change your experience. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. Excited to be rolling in, coming in strong at the end of the year with all of you. Man, 2020. Can you believe we are wrapping up this year? You know what? I know everybody's going to miss 2020. (laughs) What an incredible journey. It's been extraordinary. I'm going to be looking at that one in the rearview mirror and saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you for the lessons learned. Talk about a crucible. I know that everybody shares those sentiments, regardless of where you are in your practice, in your business, in your life, in the world. Everybody's going to be looking at that one in the rearview mirror and saying, okay, I'm coming out of this stronger. I'm coming out of this a better leader. I have a better team. I have a better business. And man, today, Dr. Pete, I want to talk about the end of year energy because in my experience, there's an energy to the end of the year. This this time of the year is really just pregnant with this energy that says, let's wrap things up strong. Let's finish strong. Let's close these open cycles. And let's take a few things off the checklist that if, man, if we got this one, two, three things done before the end of the year, man, it's just going to be a big win. So, you know, my experiences is there's the, the whole beginning of the year, you know, this whole new year's resolution thing, this whole new year, new you type of thing. I, you know what? I think it's overrated. I think it's wildly overrated. I think people limp into the new year at this point, right? So especially in 2020, going into 2021, I mean, we've all been maxed all year long. Then we get hit with the craziness of the holidays. And then we're supposed to come storming into the new year, like renewed. I don't know, man. I think the end of year energy is where it's at. And today is all about how to energize your team. Yeah, this is such an important subject. When I think about how do I win the day, it always goes back to I have to win the night before, right? You know, if you want to start your day right, you have to end the day before well. That's something that I've learned over the years. And so this energy that I think some of us can try to, we just slide into the end of the year. We're just trying to make it. We're just, we're kind of running out of fumes. We're running on fumes. We're running out of gas. We're pulling into the gas station at the end. You know, we're just, and we don't want that for you. We know that that's not the way that it should be for a remarkable CEO like yourself as you're listening to this. So first of all, I want to congratulate you if you are a listener to this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first episode, welcome. If you are a listener and you've been here before, we're just excited to continue journeying with you and what a year we've had. And, you know, end of your energy, Dr. Steven, as as you're talking about is significant. And it's something that I've learned to value more over time. And as you live maybe longer, you recognize the need for the end of year to be finished really strong and really well. And that actually dictates and determines what's going to happen oftentimes in the next year. So what we want to do today, if anything, is just stoke that fire, just fan into flame, put a little fuel in your tank so that you... You finish the year 
really on a crescendo going into next year. That really is the vision that I personally have for this for you. So you may be fatigued. You may be looking forward to a break at the end of the year. I know a lot of chiropractors will take time off the end of the year, which is amazing. Good for you. We highly recommend doing that. At the same time, make sure that you do this, these necessary steps as well. Make sure you take time to, to do the plan. We're going to talk about the board meeting energy and what does that look like and how to recruit your, your whole team and get everybody on the same page so we finish strong, start strong. And if you want to have a, start, have a strong start, you got to have a strong finish. That's really what we're focusing on here today. And Dr. Steven, you brought something up right before we jumped on today. And, and I think this is really important. It, it was a, the word was contagious. And I, I just want to, I want to talk about that. I want you to talk about that a little bit too, because I think that that, like when we think about contagious as healthcare people, we think about like the spreading of, you know, virus. And we always talk about, what do we always talk about? I'm not worried about if you have something because I know I have a strong host, right? I'm a strong virus. You can, you know, think about all those patients came in coughing on you and stuff like that all day long and practice. And you're like, I'm fine. Well, because I have a strong, I'm a strong host, right? I, I'm thinking about the terrain of my own body. And so I take care of that and you're good. You know, and it's, it's exactly like that. Like we want to be contagious, but it comes from within, like the contagiousness, like your contagion, your level of it, if we were to measure it in your blood of preparedness as you finish your strong and prepare for next year, actually is an inside job. Like it, it literally has to do with the quality of the soil within you. So that's what we want to speak into. Dr. Steven, I know this is something that, you know, you talk about, we talk about grit and mental toughness and, and really that energy that goes into, I, I do want to start here before we get into some more pragmatic discussions, but I'd love to get your thoughts on that because I know it's such an important subject matter. Yeah. I mean, I think at the, you know, as the year wraps up and we are looking at, I would say the daunting promise of the 20, what's to come in 2021, there's this thing called the winter, at least here in North America, that we've got to get through. We are on the other side of this, or hopefully we're on the other side of this negative energy around the election. Who knows that, you know, it's still uh, a bit of a jump ball as we're recording this, but, you know, this, uh, we're nine months into this COVID catastrophe and distraction. And, you know, what I'm sensing and what I see around me inside and outside of chiropractic is a fatigue, right? So they call it COVID fatigue right now. So there's a fatigue that's settling in. And, you know, I would suggest that, you know, as we move into this sort of third stage of this, the emotions associated with this COVID crisis, you know, first it was this, you know, panic and, and, and then, you know, fear. And then we went into the second season of just sort of frustration and confusion. And then now we're into this third stage, which I think is probably the most dangerous one, which is fatigue, right? So as people are just exhausted by this thing and, you know, your team, your patients, your community, and maybe even you doc as the leader. And, you know, I just want to speak into that now as we, as we're facing you know, a storm ahead, like we're not out of the storm yet, right? So you might've felt like we're just, we were in the, we went through the wall of the storm. Then we got into the eye of the storm. Well, guess what guys, we need to keep pushing through. We got to get through the other wall of the storm, right? You got to get on the other side of that thing. And, you know, I've got my into the storm t-shirt on today, just for the spirit of this conversation is, you know, it's going to be so important that you check your attitude as a leader, you know? So when we talk about contagiousness, what you have to recognize is that despite the fatigue, despite the high winds, despite what may be going on outside of your practice or around the world, despite the craziness, 
despite the things that we feel like we can't control or have influence over them, we can always choose our attitude. So we may not be able to choose our circumstances. We may not be able to change our situation that's outside of our influence. But what we can always do is choose our attitude. And I'll tell you what, that may not change your situation, may not change the circumstances, but it'll absolutely change your experience of them, right? So it's so important that we as leaders are highly deliberate, like putting on the armor, right? So we put on the armor of the attitude of a leader. And, you know, I'm just going to encourage you. I just want to come alongside you right now. I wish you, we were together, I could throw my arms around you and say, uh, uh, this entire year has just been a stretch for so many. I'm telling you right now, docs, listen to me when I say this. This is the most important time for you to step forward as a leader and set the attitude for your practice. You know, your attitude will be highly contagious to your team and to your community, right? So you can be that beacon of light. You, you can be that beacon of hope. You can be that source of positivity, certainty, clarity as we wrap up this year and look into next year. It's so critically important that we choose and we're highly deliberate about articulating the state, the attitude that we choose to wrap this year up with and take it into next year. This is so important. And when you talk about being deliberate, I think one of the first things that we have to do as leaders is we have to be deliberate about how we assess things. So one of the first parts of, of a successful board meeting is actually to be able to assess where we've come from. One of the things that we've taught, you've heard us talk about this here on the podcast, is it's plan, prepare, execute, and assess. We, we walked through that when we were going through the Phoenix plan and we were breaking things down for you back in the middle of the you know, heat of the crisis during the spring this year. Well, the same energy goes into, into a board meeting. There's plan, prepare, execute. That's what hopefully this podcast can be for you if you haven't done it already. You need to plan, prepare, to execute a great and remarkable board meeting. And we're going to give you some high-level things, but I'll tell you, we have specific modules in the Remarkable Academy that if you haven't haven't been in there and studied those, it's actually the first four modules. And there's a reason why are the first four. But those first four modules break down what we're going to cover more at a high level here and now. And I'll, and I'll give another reminder probably towards that at the end, just because if you're not in the Academy, you're going to want to see that and get in there and study it before the end of this year. But the assessment part is really important. So we talk about plan, prepare, execute, assess. One of the first things you have to do to have a successful board meeting is actually assess the current year. So I know that many of you from an energetic standpoint, as you look back over this year, there's going to be some mixed emotions, right? There's going to be that. And this is where the level of our level of, you know, maturity is really going to be challenged and tested in, in a good way. And we have to, like you said, choose, choose your attitude. It's, attitude is a choice, it's a conscious decision. And, and so we have to make a decision. I would encourage you to make a decision before what your attitude is going to be, no matter what. Because at the end of the day, that's really the difference between what we would say good and great. What's the difference between a champion and someone who doesn't quite make it there, right? It's attitude, that mental toughness, that grit. So first thing I want you to think about, because we're going to get into some practicals here about the board meetings and how important it is. Number one is you have to start with an assessment. And when you do your assessment, I want you to think in terms of, okay, what were our goals at the end of 2019 that we set for 2020? The reality is, is you have to go back and you have to assess, what did we say we were going to do? Where do, we, where do we want to be at the end of this year? If you didn't set goals at the end of 2019 for 2020, well, and you're new to this, hey, welcome. 
we're going to encourage you to start doing this. You should be planning out a year in advance, your goals, and they should always be 12 months out. We're going to get into that in a minute. But at a minimum, we want to look back to start before you even go into your board meeting and do a thorough assessment of your year. Where do we come from? Where do we start? Where did we end up? What were our wins from the year? Big wins. And what were our lessons that we learned? You want to go into the meeting preparing that, really having a state of the union address for your your team because that and from a positive energy standpoint sharing with them hey this is where we came from this is what we achieved these were our wins this year and these were the lessons we learned and then i would encourage you also to have your team members come prepared to share what their wins were what their lessons were throughout the year of 2020 now this is all like pre going into the board meeting preparation stuff because we talk about plan prepare then execute a board meeting planning and preparing starts with assessing and this includes you and everyone on your team so it's important that you block and take time to sit down and assess. And of course, you need data. You need some different things to be able to do this successfully. But that's really how you start assessing in in preparation for the board meeting. Yeah. So let me pull everybody back for just a bit. Let's go 30,000 feet first to first understand what a board meeting is. So when you hear Dr. Pete use the term board meetings, so this is something that we teach inside of the Remarkable Practice. And this is essentially your quarterly meeting, right? So you do these every quarter. We recommend a macro version and a micro version, right? So the macro version would be you'd actually have, you could do an offsite. It could be a full day. It could be at least four hours worth of meetings, et cetera. And then we recommend you do those every six months. So first quarter, so the beginning of the year, and then mid-year. And then in the quarterly meetings in between, you do what we call micros, which is where you do a review and an overview. And it's usually a one hour to two hour meeting, right? So the board meetings is when you get everybody in your team together for your quarterly review of four things. Now, if you're a note taker, this is something you're going to want to write down, right? So there's four different board meetings. And we call them board meetings because frankly, we would do these in our quote unquote boardroom or our war room. And we always had big whiteboards all around us, right? So it was a board meeting because it involved the whiteboard, right? So the nickname boardroom, but board meeting actually came right out of our practice in Boston, Massachusetts. It's something that we did for 23 years. The board meeting was the hunker down. And we're going to talk about four things. Number one, we're going to talk about remarkable vision casting, right? So we're going to cast the vision for where we're going this next 12 months and where we're going to go five years from now, right? So there's vision casting. In other words, what does success look like to us, right? So then we would talk about our remarkable product and process. And the remarkable product and process, this is about establishing real clarity for everybody on the team. Because you guys know there's some turnover that happens during the year. So at the very least, you want to make sure the newbies on your team get an opportunity to hear this on a quarterly basis. What is our product? In other words, what is for sale here in the business, right? So what are we selling, right? So what is the what is the product that people are exchanging their time, energy, and focus and money for in exchange? What do they get from our business? Very critical that everybody in the team can articulate that, right? And then it's the process, remarkable product and process, which is how do we deliver that value, right? So making sure that everyone on your team is really clear on the stepwise process of day one, day two, day three conversion, and then day four, day five, and retention beyond, right? What does that look like? What does it look like for a 44-year-old? What does that look like for a family of four? What does that look like for a four-year-old, right? So we want to be able to talk about our process in great detail and be able to tell that story so that everybody sees it. Because remember, retention is a reflection of clarity, right? Your clarity, your team's clarity, and your patient's clarity. And then there's the third one, which is remarkable goal setting, which is where are we going? 
Okay. So where are we going to be 12 months from now? And that's called your big, hairy, audacious goal from Jim Collins's work, right? The BHAG, right? Where are we going to be 12 months from now? And then let's reverse engineer it and let's set our quarterly goals backwards, right? So we reverse engineer that thing from end of fourth quarter, for example, in this conversation, 2021, pull it back. Where are we going to be at the end of third quarter? Then where are we going to be at the end of second quarter? And then where are we going to be at the end of first quarter? all relative to our assessment, as Dr. Pete said, of where we ended up in 2020. And then finally, it's the remarkable marketing machine, right? So it's where we talk about our marketing plan and our marketing calendar, which answers the question, how are we going to get there? Hey, CEO, there are three skill sets that drive high-performing teams, hiring right, clear expectations and agreements, productive delegation, training, and equipping. This is Dr. Pete, and you're invited to join myself, Dr. Steven, and our entire TRP coaching team for the awesome two-day 2021 kickoff event, The Remarkable Team Building Immersion, January 15th and 16th, hosted in the U.S., and February 5th and 6th, hosted from Australia. We're going virtual, which means that no matter where you are in the world, you can make it. Our five 2020 virtual immersions were awesome. We learned and improved the experience each and every time setting up 2021 virtual events to be even better. Of course, we miss being live and in person, but the upside is more full teams are able to attend the events together and practices are growing. And we're releasing our new workshop format for 2021 immersions. Pick from a series of 12 specific workshops designed for the unique positions on your team. Whether you're a front desk check-in CA, check-out CA, tech CA, back office CA, office manager, COO, associate DC, or CEO, there will be a separate and distinct breakout workshop that will be powerful for your role. And CEO, you can head back to work Monday knowing your team is equipped, confident, and on fire. We will skill drill your team until they have it nailed. Don't miss this one chance. The team building immersion only happens once a year. And when you register now, you'll get 66% off tickets for yourself and your team. This seminar is regularly 2997 when you attend a live venue. It's now available online for only 997 because it will be streaming live. Now go to remarkablepractice.com forward slash events to get your tickets. And now back to our conversation. So one of the first things that comes to me, and this is something I always talk to my my clients about, is you have to put it on the schedule. That's the first thing that actually has to happen is you have to block this time. Otherwise, it won't happen. It won't it won't happen. You it's hard to squeeze it in. And and Doc, like you said, you know, macro micro meetings, we recommend that at the end of the year, beginning of the year, that it's a macro meeting. So it's it's a little bit of a it's a larger, longer meeting, so four hours or more. So you'll want to obviously block the time, get your team members all to agree that they can come there. Because typically, you know, it's going to be in addition to the time that they are already spending at the office serving and training with the team and all the other extra things that we do in our practices on a weekly basis. So that will be something that, again, today is, you know, you're in December now. So hopefully you've, some of you have done this already. Some of you maybe haven't. Hopefully you can quick turn on this and get it, get a date set. And here's the thing, even if you're doing it at the beginning of 2021 and you're doing it in the first week of January, that's absolutely fine. 
the most important thing is to actually get this scheduled. So that's the first action step for all of you. If you haven't done this already, pull out your calendar right now and pick a day and a time and pick, block half a day, four hours, and dedicate that time to the board meeting. Circulate that around to your team and, and get everybody to you know, agree to coming to that. And then and then start doing the work like Doc, you just talked about, which is preparing for the four parts of the board meeting or the four board meetings. This is really important. And I found that structure actually is what creates a lot of freedom for people is, is knowing that. So hopefully you wrote down what Dr. Steven talked about, because if you have a structure to the meeting, it actually, there's a tremendous amount of power because think about what he just said. You start with vision. That's where you start. And you all, we always start with vision. We always start with the vision. And so we have to determine what is important here. And a vision and doc, you talked about this is we always talk in terms of three terms, three phases. Now, next and ultimately, right? We're always thinking in, in three frames, time frames. now, next, and ultimately. And what you just said there was, and the vision is what actually sets the frame, okay? And so what you're doing is you're actually, by doing this with your team, is you're bringing everybody back to this place now, but then at the exact same time, you're actually bringing them to where we're going ultimately. And what you do is you stretch that gap. And when you stretch it, what ends up happening is it, it's a force that pulls people in and then requires us to start getting creative and start thinking of ways that we're actually going to be able to get there, which is what, again, leads to the second part, which is the product in the process. And one of the things that has to happen while we're reviewing your product and your process, and we talked about this recently, which is, you know, we can actually look at how did we do with our product and process this year? I think assessment is a big, a big part of this. How did we do? Looking at our numbers. How did we do with people come in and what they want and what we have to offer, you know, and looking at needs and wants and, and thinking about that. How did we do, you know, this year with meeting the needs of the people in our community? And are we all crystal clear on what it is that we do, why we do what we do, how we do what we do, right? So are we meeting the need in the marketplace? 2020, right? We all had the, the big word of the year was pivot, did you pivot your brand? Did you pivot your messaging? Did you pivot how you reach the people in your community? So many of the chiropractors that we work with are very engaged and involved in their local communities externally doing marketing and events and always out in the community. That was changed this year. So how did you pivot? How do we change our message? How do we deliver our product differently now under the context of everything that we had to do? How did we continue to keep our flow going well, even with things like having to wipe down tables and all these other little things that would interfere with your normal flow. You never would have thought in a million years you'd take time to do something like that. And now you're doing it. Look at what you've accomplished there. So be thinking through the process too. What were the process changes that you made this year? What were the things that became you know more clear? What were the things that you cut and you're like, realize this wasn't important anymore? And identify those things. And like you said, Doc, have everybody on the same page because oftentimes there's new people on the team that weren't there a year ago. That happens oftentimes. So don't assume anything. Don't assume anything. Take the time to be thorough about this. And Doc, one of the things that we talk about, and I think we talk about it more with goal setting than anything else, is the stop, start, continue, right? And I think that that stop, start, continue applies to our process. It applies to you know, when we're setting our goals and we're looking at what are the things that are the activities that are going to drive the outcomes 
to the goals that we're setting. This is why we have to be, again, in this constant state of assessment in these meetings. And we're not just looking ahead and forgetting what's behind us. We're actually taking what's behind us and what we've been through and applying it in the moment. It's really important to have that mindset and that attitude going into this board meeting because what happens is we don't if we learn from the past, we're going to repeat it. Yeah. I mean, the the conversation we could have with each one of these four board meetings, the detail, it's these are so incredibly powerful, casting the vision for your team and making sure that everybody not only sees that where we're headed, they see that it's possible they find it compelling and it energizes them and that it also recruits them, right? So where they see like, this is how I'm going to participate in that, right? So there's an art to this as a little beyond the scope of this conversation. But like Dr. Pete said, if you want to learn more about how to do this well, if you want to learn how to do vision casting well as a CEO, it's the first module of the Remarkable Practice Academy, right? So there's a reason that it's module one, (laughs) like the four board, board meetings are module one in the DC Academy and the CA Academy. Right? So it's no, I mean, we have 104 videos for the DCs and it's modules one, two, three, and four. You can imagine that's how critically important it is that you do this right. Vision casting, I mean, none of us did vision casting in 2020 expecting what we were going to experience in 2020. <laughs> like I can remember standing in front of our team, casting a vision. I have a vision. I have a 2020 vision. Let me tell you what, it looked nothing like what ended up happening in 2020. But you know what was cool? Was it was granted that our team was standing on so that they could squat and push off and jump from the granite vision that we started with, right? So we weren't just getting battered by the 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 wind and the and the waves. We knew exactly what our path we had chosen a path to take and we had something to pivot against, right? So there was a strong foundation to pivot against with a team that was aligned and we said, "Okay, so here's the deal. Our vision hasn't changed. Our purpose hasn't changed. Our vision hasn't changed. The need hasn't changed. The value that we deliver is not going to change." the way that we deliver the value is what's going to change, right? So it was so easy. It was just a pivot that we needed to make on how we deliver that value, right? And that's where we get into that product and process conversation. You know, Dr. Pete, when we look at it, it's like, what's our product? In our practice, the product was very simple, lifetime, family, wellness, okay? Which is not a destination. It's, it's an experience, Okay. So when you think about it, it's not, it's not like you arrive there. It's not like we're going to, we're going to do this thing to get to a location. It's lifetime family wellness. You experience that, right? So that was our product, right? Our process was lifetime family wellness care. Right? So we wanted to make sure that everybody on our team understood it, it was like, there's a delivery system. There's a delivery mechanism called our process. I wanted to make sure everybody was able to jump up on that dry erase board and write out the steps in that process. What does that look like? What does it look like in the first four months? How about the first four years? How about for the 44-year-old or the four-year-old or the family of four? Talk me through it. Like, What does it look like to experience lifetime family wellness care? Right? Like, How do I do this thing called chiropractic? Having clarity around that process is so critical because your patients, they will stay under regular chiropractic care as long as they understand why they should. Okay. So I'm going to say that again, because I want to make sure you understand where retention is a reflection of clarity and where that comes from. Your patients don't leave care because they're 
upset with you or disappointed in you or that they don't think chiropractic helped them or does, doesn't work anymore or whatever, your patients simply leave care when they lose clarity around why they should stay, All right? If for my note takers, write that down. It'll hit you later when you read it, okay? So people drop out of chiropractic care when they lose clarity around why they should stay under regular chiropractic care, right? So we all know the truth. People start care for one reason. They stay under care for an entirely different reason, right? So everybody on your team has got to understand that people leave when things get wonky, when things get unclear. How do I consume this thing called chiropractic? What does it mean to be a family under regular lifetime family wellness care? So Dr. Pete, this exercise happening every quarter at a board meeting, is just so critically important, such an important way to end every quarter and start the next. This is so important. This is why we, we're, we're focusing on this right now for, for you. This is not just an end of the year energy. This is a throughout the year energy. And I love that you said that because this is a quarterly pulse. It's a quarterly rhythm. Talk about our rhythms and how important those are. This is that. This is that for you, doc. So like Dr. Steven, you just said, if you want and need more help with this, go into the Remarkable Practice Academy and look at the first four modules, modules one through four. I'm going to put a link to that here as part of this episode so that you can access that. If you already are in the academy, then get in there and watch those again leading up to and have your CAs and your team watch those before you go into your board meeting here at the end of 2020. And if you're not in the academy, I would encourage you to go in and check it out. It's just the first four board meetings is uh, is worth more than the price of admission, I would say, because of the value that it provides. You know, when I think about, you know, our business that we run and how we're doing what we do, I can't imagine not having a board meeting. I mean, I don't, I don't know how we would actually be able to function as a business without it. Yeah. And the more that I, you know, meet with CEOs and the more CEOs we interview and learn and, and businesses that we engage with recognize the, the power of those meetings and specifically this meeting. So yeah. as we started with the, you know, the energy that we started at the beginning of this, of this podcast, it's all about end of your energy, Doc. So now is the time to tighten your bootstraps down run all the way across the finish line, get ready for a more remarkable 2021 than 2020. We all been tested and tried this year in ways that, you know, like you said, we never would have expected at the beginning of 20. We all had this grandiose vision of what the 2020s were going to be. And I still cling to that vision. I, I felt very strongly at the end of 2019 that we were stepping into a new decade. And a lot of times when you're stepping into something awesome, you're going to deal with a, you're going to get hit at the beginning. And you got to be able to know, like, can I get hit and stay in this fight? You know, it's a 10 round fight, the 2020s. So if you can't get hit in round one, well, dude, there's no way you're going to stay this thing 10 rounds. So I think about this as a decade run we're about to be on and here in chiropractic and for you and your businesses. So listen, I'd much rather start the year getting hit and being like, yeah, and I stood up, I got knocked down, but I got up again and uh, I'm going and then we're going to keep going. And guess what? We're going to be stronger than we were before. So I just encourage you again to remember to celebrate and recognize your team and, and what you guys have accomplished. Maybe you fell short of your original goals for the year of 2020. Hey, are you still standing? Are you still going? I've been on phone calls with enough doctors to know we weren't sure we were going to be able to continue. We weren't sure we didn't know what was going to happen. And I'm going to tell you right now, I congratulate you for staying the course. And even again, if it's not where you thought it was going to be at the end, some of you are, are ahead of where you were. Congratulations to you too. Regardless, it's time that we, again, keep our heads and our hearts focused. Remember, our attitude is our choice and choose to have the attitude of a champion 
And, uh, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen on, on the other side of this year. Yeah. So we've unpacked the first two of four board meetings in this episode. This is part one of a two-part series. We're going to come back in the next episode. We're going to drill down a bit more on goal setting and marketing calendar. So uh, until then, you guys remember, we've got a few weeks left in this year and you get the opportunity right now to choose your attitude, finish this year strong and create a momentum that's going to catapult you right into 2021. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.